Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. As I told you before the break, uh, members of the Irish Country Women's Association have told their members to be careful what they post in local WhatsApp conversations. They've warned against airing grievances about individual members or the organisation in social media chat groups. And it got us thinking, are we cautious enough about the messages that we send or the things that we share in WhatsApp group conversations? Do you ever see stuff that makes you feel uncomfortable? Do we sometimes forget that what we're sharing and what we're saying isn't just in a private WhatsApp group? It's actually public and could be used against us in certain situations. You can text 53106 at a cost of 30 cent or email lunchtimelive at newstalk.com. And I would like to hear your deadly WhatsApp group names because I think the Irish are second to none with their turn of phrase and the bit of humour that's involved. So do send in your clever WhatsApp group names. And I have Martina on the line in Dublin. Hello, Martina. Hello, Claire. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for joining me here on Lunchtime Live on News Talk. What do you feel about your, your WhatsApp group messages? Well, I'm actually not in any WhatsApp group messages and I'm not in any Facebook groups or anything like that because I just find them intrusive and annoying. Um, I do understand that people get into groups, you know, like sisters or, you know, sharing recipes and sharing ideas about stuff, about, you know, doing up the house and stuff like this or about their children, you know, and that's great. But for me, they just don't work for me. I just would be totally allergic to them. Um, only last week, I actually did. You're right in saying what you have. You really do have to be careful about what you say in any type of message, whether it's a, a you know, any type of group or even your email, anything at all, even a, a, an ordinary text message. All the data is collected. Anything that you say can be retrieved down the line. You know, so you really do have to be very, very careful. But I'm, I work in a corporate situation where people are adding me to groups where I haven't even given permission to add me to a group. You know, they, I might get a message to say, oh, you know, um, I added you to the group because Jane Doe has had a baby and we're making a collection for, for, for the baby or John Doe is getting married, so we're making a collection for him. Like, the, the platforms don't send you a message saying, you know, uh, Mary added you to the group. Would you like to be added to the group? Yes or no? You're just added to the group. Yeah, I and agree I with you, Martina. Wrong. I mean, it, you know. sometimes your head would be absolutely spinning. I, I think certainly yeah. post lockdowns, it's very hard to get your head yeah. back in the game. There's WhatsApp yeah. groups for parents, for schools, for work, for yeah. friends. There's just yeah. so much to think about at any one time. How did you pull up this drawbridge, Martina? Like if you're going to meet your friends for Christmas dinner over the, the, the few weeks, isn't it handier to have one place where I'm not around on the 9th? Well, what about the 10th? Do you do you now individually ring each friend Look, to make an arrangement? Old I school. would rather do that. I don't even want to take the time to sit down, type, type, type. It takes two seconds to make the phone call. That's why we all have handsets. Everyone is too reliable now on, you know, sending a text, sending a message. You know, um, you know, tell one person you're going to be late or you're held up or something like that. There's, there's no need for this, you know, this group thing is very, very intrusive. I'll tell you one little story, Claire, a very quick little story. Go on. I work with a colleague of mine. She's a very, very good friend, very good colleague of mine. And she's only like 22 years of age. 
and she was walking around one day and I said to her, what's wrong with you? I said, you look very sad. What's wrong today? And she said, oh, you know, they left me out of the group. I said, who left you out of the group? She said, oh, so-and-so, 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 so-and-so. We used to be a group of five. They'd started a new group. I'm not in it and I don't understand why. And she was on the point of tears over the same group. I couldn't sleep last night because, you know, there's a new group and I'm just not part of it now. And I said, well, is that said person here today? And she said, yes. I said, well, go up and ask her. Look, listen, you know, I just noticed you made a new group. Did you forget about me? Or is did you make a mistake? Or is, is this new group to do with something else? This girl was, like, so upset. She couldn't sleep because she was left out. The and what's the st- what was the story? Did she tackle it head on? Was it a mistake or was she, she left out it, deliberately? She went up and she she went up to the girl, young, other young girl, and she said, "Listen, I just know it was that I'm not. You have a new group. I'm not in the group. And did I say or do anything to offend any of you? Did is there something wrong?" And the other one said, "Oh, I did make up this new group. Um, Jane Doe made up that group. You're going to have to ask her." So sometimes you're right, they can do yeah, more harm than good. Um, you know, people will always be left out one way or, or another, and uh, rightly or wrongly, and maybe sometimes this compounds it. Martina, I, I, I salute your strength of character and spirit that you've just taken yourself out of all of that. A part of me feels you're dead right, but I think the horse is bolted. Thank you so much for coming on. And, and one of the things I always worry about is you know, young people sharing things on their WhatsApp groups of like, you know, someone they've kissed over the weekend or something that's gone on and, you know, that sort of stuff getting getting shared. And I, I think we're reaching a time now where we have to call that kind of action out. So if something um, that's racist is, is said, if something that's, you know, just not right. You need to say, I don't think we can say this kind of thing because when you're you're in it, you're you're involved. And I think that's what we're we're talking about here, among other things. Amanda is on the line in Limerick. Amanda, you're a moderator of your neighborhood WhatsApp group. I wouldn't say that's an easy task. Thanks for coming on to Lunchtime Live today. Uh, yeah, sure. Um this is my um my neighborhood WhatsApp group in South Africa where I still own a property and um we have uh our hate speech legislation means that as a moderator of a WhatsApp group or a Facebook group or whatever, if you if you let slip any kind of racist, bigoted, sexist, homophobic speech or incitement to violence, anything like that, if you don't shut that down immediately, you could be held legally liable. And there's been at least one or two cases that I remember hearing about in the news where somebody where the Facebook group moderators were, were held liable for somebody else's racist speech. And it's not even, you know, you could be, you don't even have to author it yourself, just sharing somebody else's view that violates those legislations, you could be held liable. So, um, yeah, it's a a reasonably tough job. But, you know, I'd have to agree, most, most WhatsApp groups are just a pain in the hole you know they and I I end up I see you've picked up the local language anyway Amanda (laughs) yes yes I absolutely have but then some of them are necessary like you know I I have all these friends and family back home who want to know what we're doing and how you know and individually messaging all of them is is, is boring so there's a couple of whatsapp groups but mostly you know I turn the notifications off but um 
But the, the 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 ones that aren't friends and family, the ones where you're involved with strangers, those are the, those are the worst, I think. You know, because everybody has different opinions. You know, some people will be happy to, you know, send a hi, how's everyone doing on a Saturday morning? And oh God, please don't. I I don't have time for for that from strangers. <laughs> when you come and you and you see this like twenty unread messages in this group, and it, it's too hard to catch up. It's too hard yeah. to scroll back and say who's talking about what and what are you answering to. It was good when they brought that in that you could answer a specific message. I couldn't live without mine, I'd have to say. The parents' WhatsApp group is keeping my children alive. I wouldn't know when they had swimming on. I wouldn't know about collections for the teachers. That group of parents have helped me more than I can say. I My family WhatsApp group is amazing. My sister lives in America. We're swapping little moments in our life day to day. I'm actually all for them. But with neighbourhood WhatsApp groups, I mean, I, I it, it was more on Facebook. I used to watch in my local community, somebody would say, you know, who left this disgusting mess outside the, the lift, for example. And people would be casting aspersions as to what number it was and what kind mm. of people they were and why it was happening. I think people forget what they're typing and how dangerous it really is. You can't accuse somebody of something online. Yeah, and uh, our my my particular WhatsApp group for the neighbourhood, there's about eighty people on it, so it's quite large. And uh, but we've got about five moderators because you know you can't you're not always watching. Um, you know, if somebody says something uh, that shouldn't be said, you can't. It, you know, people work. We have lives. We're not you know doing nothing but watching our WhatsApp groups. So so it's it's helpful to have other people to help with that. Um, but, you know, for the most part, uh, I, I agree that our WhatsApp group is exceptionally useful. There'll be, you know, the bins coming down or the, the, the bin truck is late or, you know, the, the storm drain has burst. Can somebody help me submit a request to the city? And, you know, like then four or five people will jump on it and, and, um, and we all get reference numbers and share that. And, and, and so things get fixed more quickly. And then, of course, there's the suspicious character walking down the street. And actually, it's, you know, it's the pizza delivery guy. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for the most part, yeah, you know, it's, it's useful. You just you just have to remind everyone regularly that you know that it's a it's a multicultural group. There's we're all tolerant and we don't you know, uh, especially in South Africa, you know our crime is pretty high and and when when something criminal happens, feelings are are. Uh, there are a lot of feelings <laughs> and and then people start you know like oh I'm going to go and beat this guy up and then of course the moderators well we can't condone violence and and, yeah. and all of that and distance yourself from it but um, for the most part it's it's just reminding people that everything they're saying you know could they present this in front of their boss or their mother and just be a decent human being yeah and, be a decent and, human being Amanda I think that is the that's motto it. That's of the day people need reminding that regularly. they do that's they do I've loved talking to you Amanda thank you so much for coming on um, I have Olive on the line in Mayo Olive what do you think? I suppose um, the biggest thing that people need to be aware of when they're part of any group whether they're, it's in person or whether it's on a WhatsApp group or whatever other forum they're using is that there should be some kind of rules around that and I suppose the rules of society apply where kindness always and we consider other people's feelings and we consider what they might feel if they hear something back. So I suppose if you're setting up any group or if anybody is setting up any uh, online group or messaging group, they should consider the terms of reference for that group. 
such as confidentiality, being aware that other people may see the content of those WhatsApp groups, and that we, you know, try not to say things in negative connotations, um, and to be very aware, I suppose, that anything can be screenshot and anything can be sent to another person. So I suppose it's all about awareness, I would say. I wouldn't say, you know, you can't have groups, um, but it is about awareness, and it's also about some rules around that group uh, that you don't condone um, certain things. You don't condone, you know, anybody bullying or saying things inappropriately about other people that are within the group or outside of the group. And I suppose if that rules, if those rules were applied um, throughout it and somebody was moderating that to ensure that was the case, you, you wouldn't have the issues that you see arising right now. And I suppose it doesn't just apply to adults. It also applies to teenagers. You know, it's the same case with teenagers using social media groups. And we see an awful lot of cases of um, children um, being bullied without them knowing about it until after the fact. So I suppose it's the rules that you put around the group would be very important and somebody moderating that group effectively, and especially if there are groups that are in the public eye or or of any sort of authoritative kind of responsibility, um, such as parents' committees and so on, for it, that they would have those rules and somebody would moderate it. Yeah, and we all need an Amanda in our life, don't we? Just reminding us all to be decent human beings. Olive, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we're talking about WhatsApp groups and whether or not we are cautious enough of what we say, bearing in mind that it is a public forum. And Jenny is on the line in Wicklow. Jenny, do you think people act differently on WhatsApp groups than they would perhaps in real life? Um, I do, actually. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, when you think of social media groups, they're a relatively new phenomenon um, for, for people. And both like, you know, the, the rules of etiquette around how we behave and how what we say to one another or what we don't say, that's, like, that's, been, that's kind of developed over a longer period of time than how people behave on kind of social media groups. And I, But I do think people do behave differently, not only just in real life, but in even within different social media groups. Like I know myself, I would personally stay away from Facebook. Um, I know Facebook kind of just even on a kind of community level can, you know, at times be quite toxic. Um, and I suppose it really just depends on the purpose for why somebody joins a, um, a particular social media group or if it's WhatsApp or that. Yeah, you know, my so mind gets blown by the likes of the kind of forums. Is it is it is it tattle life or tattle tale, where people literally go on to rip someone apart, be it the, an influencer or a well known person? And you know, I, I remember seeing somebody that I I, I followed, and she became popular online because she spoke about having like a, a form of alopecia and all her hair falling out and she sh- shared her story of kind of looking at all areas of her life and growing her hair back and training in that area but obviously she used to share like if she was going out at the weekend and bits and pieces about her kids and family I thought it was all pretty you know wholesome and, and fun and she had to take it down because people were posting in those forums like where she lived and her kids trampoline and she was worried for her kids safety and you just wonder Who's behind all of that? I mean, I think we all, there'll be people listening to the radio now going, oh, geez, I hate that one. When's Andrea back? That's fine. We're all allowed to pick who we like and, and don't like, particularly if somebody puts themselves out there. But that kind of attack really, really shocks me and, and makes me wonder about people. Do they do they lose their senses when they're typing? Yeah, so I, I think, you know, I think we do live in a culture of oversharing as well. And I do think the boundaries have become uh, significantly blurred. I mean, between what people think it's okay to say now online, it's just there's a major disconnect 
I think, I mean, I've had lots of experiences in my local communities where people would have said something negative um, that they would never stand on your doorstep to say. Yeah. You know, so I think it just really depends if people are genuinely about connection, genuinely about coming up, coming up with solutions to problems or if they're just there to, you know, cause problems and give out about one another. Yeah. Take a minute, I think. And, and, and before you press send, Stephanie, thank you so much for coming on. Just to get some of your texts. Uh, one says there was a WhatsApp group in our estate where people complained about the local Montessori. Someone leaked the complaints to the owner and she kicked their kids out. Funnily enough, she got away with it. I assume everybody was too embarrassed to admit what happened and didn't complain to authorities. Paddy and Kilkenny says, my first boss, when explaining about what to put in an email or what not to put, used the rule, if you're happy for it to be printed on the front page of the Irish Independent, then send it. If not, don't. The same should apply to public WhatsApp and social media groups. It's a rule. I always use it. I think people forget it all the time, Paddy, but thank you very much for reminding us. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.